everyone. Welcome to From No Crypto to No Crypto. This is Blockchain Wayne bringing you another cryptocurrency podcast. Today's episode is brought to us by Coincierge Club, mobile private key wallet and point of sale solution. Coincierge Club makes purchasing easy, safe, and overall process more efficient while costing less, helping to make cryptocurrency mainstream. All right, let's take a look at the market update, see what's going on today. Looks like the market cap is down about 2%. Total cryptocurrency global market cap is sitting at $208 billion right now. Not a lot of movement. I still consider this more sideways movement. Uh, most cryptocurrencies are down, probably say anywhere from 1% to 3% for the most part. Some down a little more, some down a little less. Still a lot of green when you look at where we were seven days ago. But definitely, like I said, some just some more sideways movement. Bitcoin dominance is sitting at 53.9%. Barely moved since the last time we recorded yesterday. So let's take a look at what is going on in the crypto news today. Hopefully it's more exciting than what's happening with the market price action right now. So the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, which is the SEC, they're launching a new division and their goal is to make it simpler for fintech startups, including those launching initial coin offerings, which we call ICOs, to navigate the legal implications of their products. So this was announced earlier today. The Strategic Hub for Innovation and Financial Technology, FinHub, will act as a central point for the securities regulator to interact with entrepreneurs and developers in the financial world, in particular with groups focused on distributed ledger technology, automated investment advice, digital marketplace financing, and artificial intelligence. So FinHub will both publicize information produced by the SEC, as well as let innovators ask questions or clarify regulations. The new division will also collaborate with other regulators both domestic and international, on work that involves emerging technologies. Additionally, FinHub will host a FinTech forum focused specifically on DLT and digital assets next year. So my take on this, there's still a long way to go. I mean, you're looking at, they're trying to govern cryptocurrency and digital assets with old, outdated laws. You can't govern new technology and emerging groundbreaking technology with laws that were written 40, 50, 60 years ago. So this could be a good thing. If it's handled right, we'll see. Uh, there's been a lot of issues. I'm sure the SEC realized there's a lot of, you know, basically the U.S. is missing out on a lot of innovation, especially companies that have been launching legitimate ICOs because they've been excluding the U.S. from being able to participate in their ICOs, which means you're definitely not going to have a company launch in the United States with an ICO right now with the current state of affairs. So getting some clear structure around that can be a good thing if this is handled properly. So we just got to keep up with this, keep you posted on what happens with this uh, update from the SEC. Also, so Ticketmaster's jumping in the blockchain arena. So they've acquired blockchain-focused live events firm called Upgraded, according to a news release as of earlier today. Ticketmaster is a division of the world's largest inter in live entertainment business, Live Nation, plans to use blockchain technology through the partnership as a way to provide more transparency and better controlled ticket distribution. As you can imagine, fraud is a huge issue when it comes to Ticketmaster's ticket distribution today. So additionally, the company hopes it will protect clients from fraud associated with existing ticket ticketing system. It works in the form of printed or PDF-based tickets. Blockchain Live Events Company Upgraded will enable Ticketmaster to digitize traditional tickets into interactive units protected by blockchain technology via encrypted barcodes. So the press release notes that the new solution will be available without special requirement from a venue to replace existing access control hardware. So this is a very good thing for Ticketmaster. You know, tickets, they've been getting better and better with the, the security they print on those tickets. 
but let's face it, the counterfeiters, their technology is getting better and better as well. So now it's hard to tell when you buy a ticket from a third party that may have got it from ticket or said they got it from Ticketmaster. It's hard to tell if it's legitimate or not. So this is definitely a real world use case. This article really excites me probably more than most people, but I really love when I see things happening in blockchain technology that solve a real world issue that is on a broad scale. So this is something that really gets me excited. All right. So next up, so uh, blockchain startup, well, they started up last year aiming to decentralize the internet is shaking hands with the field's most prominent player. So what are we talking about here? So like I said, their startup, yeah, they started up last year, but the Tron Foundation revealed in its latest tweet that it would be working closely with Baidu, which is a Chinese-based internet giant, to use their cloud solutions. So that's, you know, not really looking at blockchain technology. They're just looking to use their cloud solutions, far from what seems like an official and detailed press release. Today's announcement confirmed Tron's October 12th teaser, in which it admitted partnering with Giant whose valuation was worth billions of dollars. So many who responded to those tweets uh, after Baidu's name came to light uh, basically said that it was no less of an equivalent as, as a tweet quoted a sleeper's partnership with his pillow. Yes. So, you know, it, it doesn't really excite people. You know, I, I do give it to Justin Sun quite a bit. He is a hustler. He is trying to do a lot of things. He acquired BitTorrent. He's trying to bring hundreds of million users to blockchain and cryptocurrency. But I think a lot of times, he hypes up these partnerships and they end up disappointing. So you may see a general spike in the price when he you know, teases about these partnerships, but they typically fall, you know, fall short of expectations, which is why there's a lot of jokes going around about Tron making an announcement about an announcement that they're going to make an announcement. So uh, that's, that's what happened with Tron today. Nothing exciting at all. And let's see if you look at Tron's current trading price. Well, down 1.26% today, so not that great, but up over 11.6% over the last seven days. So, you know, it wasn't a complete crash, but it's definitely uh, not what you would expect from a quote-unquote huge partnership, as Justin Sun put it. So next up, Elon Musk is entering the cryptocurrency world again. Now, I saw a picture a while back. Elon Musk was uh, talking to a few people, and he had a book in his hand. And if you zoomed in on that book, it was a cryptocurrency book, one that I actually read when I first got into crypto as well. So, you know, I, you know, it's only a matter of time before Elon gets more and more involved in cryptocurrency. So right now, this, his startup company, The Boring Company, can now accept Bitcoin, Ethereum, Bitcoin Cash, and Litecoin. So the company, which was founded in 2016, has a mission to eliminate traffic in major cities by creating a web of underground tunnels that provide a new way to rapidly move from one place to another. The company built, building its first test tunnel in Los Angeles, must decided to sell a line of unique items promoting the venture. So hats and also the now infamous, uh, well, it was a flamethrower, but it was called not a flamethrower. So it could be sold online and shipped, you know, very interesting. So it looks like I can take some crypto I have if I'm looking to spend some of it and I can get me a flamethrower or as he calls it, quote unquote, not a flamethrower. All right. So it can be purchased with the cryptocurrencies uh, very soon. Oh, it can be now. So their initial announcement was earlier, but now it is available to be purchased with cryptocurrency. So there you go. Elon Musk is starting to stack up his Bitcoin. All right. So next up. So Monero forked successfully earlier today. The network seen no major hiccups so far. So part of it was to become more deterrent to ASIC miners. So if you're not familiar, ASIC miners are high powered mining machines that, 
you know, really make a lot of the, you know, can outperform GPU mining and a lot of the other mining hardware. And many, you know, cryptocurrencies that have mining, they want to be ASIC resistant. They don't want ASICs to take over the network. So they released Monero 0.13.0 called the Ber Beryllium Bullet. Includes a significant overhaul of the network protocol through the introduction of bulletproofs. Bulletproofs is the improved protocol that allows for stronger privacy. Remember Monero, if you haven't, don't remember talking about Monero, it is a privacy coin. Cheaper and faster transactions and greater ASIC miner resistance, which I just talked about. So bulletproofs is a unique feature among digital assets, especially large cap networks. It gives users more privacy by hiding the number of coins that they send in transactions. So you may be able to see a transaction, but you won't be able to see the number of coins. It implements new logarithmic math in order to verify transactions. Um, so that's what's going on with Monero. So next up, let's jump right into our crypto education corner. And today I want to revisit. So in the past, I had done a few, quite a few episodes talking about top cryptocurrencies, basically within the top 100 that have real world, real world working products and real functional use. Right. So I'm going to go back to two today. One, because they were both in the news and because they are in that list of top cryptocurrencies that have a working product. First one being the zero X protocol. Now, if you remember the zero X token was just added to Coinbase, which is a huge step. It's the first ERC 20 Ethereum based, excuse me, token to be added to Coinbase. And for me, it wasn't a surprise because months ago, when Coinbase was going through a rebranding of their professional trading website, which was originally called GDAX, Going to Coinbase Pro, doing some research, I found that and I was trying to figure out why are they changing, and Coinbase Pro is built on, on top of the ZeroX Protocols platform, so it just made sense eventually. You know, Coinbase started to change their rules for listing coins and started to make certain exceptions. It was just setting the stage for ZeroX to be added to Coinbase. The other day, you've seen ZeroX spike as high as 40%. And even if you held that, you're still up about 30% from where it was just seven days ago. So Zero X has one of the most important working products in the entire Ethereum ecosystem. It is a permissionless open source protocol that facilitates trustless exchanges of Ethereum tokens through relayers and dApps that build on top of the protocol. So not only has Zero X been providing this functionality for over a year now, they've been working to expand the protocol functionality significantly since the initial launch. Uh, it's possible to trade tokens built on standards besides ERC-20, including non-fungible ERC-721 tokens. So that's what's in the works. So in a market full of scams and vaporware, Zerox valuable contributions to the Ethereum ecosystem and made it one of the best performing cryptocurrencies in 2018. And that has continued as we, you know, as we look at what's going on uh, with them being added to Coinbase. All right. The other one I want to talk about. So Quantum, Q-T-U-M, -Q Quantum. It was also mentioned in, in the last podcast episode I did because they partner with Amazon Web Services in China uh, for a partnership there. So Quantum is a smart contract platform similar to Ethereum with a stronger focus on value transfers and decentralized apps. It's meant to be something of a hybrid between Bitcoin and Ethereum, allowing businesses to build smart contracts on a platform or just focus on cryptocurrency transactions. So it launched last year in March, went up, you know, moved up pretty quick, initial offering sold about $10 million in tokens just in 90 minutes. And the way it differentiated itself is by providing a rare proof of stake smart contract platform designed to compensate for some of Ethereum shortcomings, including lack of compatibility for mobile devices. 
So it's very interesting here. I mean, you know, we're living in a mobile world today. So Quantum released its mainnet in September of last year, uh, opening doors to a fully functional smart contract and DAP platform. Several projects already have an established presence on the network. So one of the more exciting ones is Space Chain, which aims to create an open source satellite network anyone can use for data transmission, storage and development. And also, as I mentioned in last episode, they partner with Amazon Web Services of China. And I'm curious to see how that implementation happens. What becomes of that partnership? What, you know, how do they implement blockchain technology with Amazon Web Services in China initially? But you can bet your, you know, you can bet that if that if it is a success, it may roll out to Amazon Web Services entire platform. Uh, as we know it. So that is it for our episode today. All news articles we talk about can be found on our Facebook page from no crypto to no crypto. If you haven't already taken a look at it, make sure to go click like on it, click follow as well. When you click follow, you can have the option to select see first by doing that. You make sure you never miss an update. All these news articles and more we post throughout the day on our Facebook page, along with these podcast episodes and a lot of other important information about what's going on in cryptocurrency and blockchain. I also want to point out there is a video that was posted earlier today, that was, which today being Thursday. A video, it was it was a Fox News report. And, you know, whether you, you like Fox or CNN, whatever, it's, it's not about that because it's an unbiased view. But there's an economist talking a little bit about cryptocurrency, blockchain technology. Now, he's not an expert, but you can tell he's at least looked into enough to realize the significance of it. And he makes some very good valid points. So I challenge you to look at that. It was a 40-minute interview. I trimmed it down to about eight minutes, just the eight minutes where he was talking about crypto and blockchain because the interview covered a whole lot of topics other than just crypto and blockchain. Uh, but make sure to take a look at that. Uh, that was posted, as I said, Thursday, October 18th. And that is it, everyone. I want to thank you for listening in, and we'll see you on the next episode.